in Rajadriya at Vulture Peak Mountain, together with the great gathering of the Sangha of monks and a great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi that expresses the Dharma called Profound Illumination, and at the same time, Noble Abu Kateshvara, Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, Venerable Shariputra said to Noble Abu Kateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Addressed in this way, Noble Abhuteshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, a son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way, seeing the five stars be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus, Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics, there is no birth and no cessation, there is no impurity and no purity, there is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind. No sound, speech, there's no touch, no dharmas, no eye, dot no mind, dot no dot of dharmas, no mind consciousness, dot no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death, no suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Teata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangate should train the profound Prajnaparamita. And the Blessed One arose from the Samadhi and praised Noble Abhukateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family. As it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. And the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Abhukateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly, humans, Asuras, and Gandharvas rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One.
The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers. Dorn, Mount Meru, continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Holy Lamas high, wrap the sky of your Dharma bodies in massive clouds of knowledge and love, and let them pour upon the earth of your disciples as we are ready, a shower of rain, the teachings deep and wide. for messing the verse up in the Heart Sutra again.
Okay, uh, so uh, when we're looking at the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment uh, by Lama Tsongkhapa, we find a, a section. Uh, in the section, we have uh, black actions and their results, and white actions and their results, uh, and then a, a presentation of other classifications of karma. So we're currently now in the section on white actions and their results. Uh, so Rimache said the page number in Tibetan, so I just have to find the exact corresponding page number. 238, uh, we find the beginning of that. Okay, <laughs> Jew, <laughs> That and then Kabin Gwandi Okay. <laughs> Do 
Gawaju Jutung Jabu Dabi Jabuta Magawaju Jutung Jabuta Dabi Jul Padujas So Jabi Jutung Jabutala Satua Nemo Alasova. Soja Bombi Gayle Jutung Jabutala Sasima Neme Bohotel David David Shetaro Tangazu Roa. Namin Jebo, Jutun Jebo, okay. Namin Jebo, or the Chinese Rosu Megalata, the Lata Milje, Son Tarawa, that go out to the Jutun Jebo, and Sadim Wallace, and then David Jebo, and then country the pantons that on us of a chicha what is a marble what a tama magi david de botan you think the bulfa do the jaros what about the chinsaro that and the man janja was such a soon dinner what a chundu with you don't the chundu with you chundu with the magajubu magajubu latene and then magajubu latene and the two dendry ten to two re, Tabatu to re, Sajiko to two res, what then the lady Marbe, Chundrubitu, Chundrubitu. Nami then do it to Togore, Tabato Togore, Sanji Togres, or the letter Sachin Rajeta, teaching Shashuka to Togres, children of Chute, Magajubu Chute, Chutin Songina, Devotele, Nyetuge, Dajumba to Togore, Raja Dajumba to Togore, Tibachemi, Sanji Togres, or the Lego Marita. Then the giant shape of such a tumble. Somba, Somba, Tambo Dang Nipagar, Tambo Nipatama, the Casa Gabi laid on the Buddha. Okay, it's cheaper. Yeah, Garbi laid and Garbi laid on Gabi Jabo. Okay, then gave the Kanga Gangs in the Jagger. Gabi Jabu de la Somarbe, Nami Dabi, let's So today we're looking at the section uh, on white actions and their results. Uh, and we find in the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment that that is broken down into two categories, uh, virtuous actions, uh, and then the second category, which is the effects of those virtuous actions. Uh, so when we see this word, uh, um, it's written in English, already translated or uh, um, explained as virtuous. But when we see the word white action, 
uh, and actions and their results, we're referring to virtuous actions. And when we look at classification, uh, we're referring to the ten virtuous actions, or the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous actions. So uh, when we say uh, white actions, we mean virtuous actions, and those are referring to, in this particular section, uh, those ten principal uh, paths of, of virtue. Uh, so when we get to the first section, uh, um, we, we find uh, that we have the presentation of uh, what those uh, virtuous actions are. Uh, so we find that those, are, those virtuous actions are, uh, are, are accomplished by um, abandoning the non-virtuous actions, which are their opposites, uh, with a virtuous uh, mind by recollecting the faults of engaging in non-virtuous actions. Uh, so we find first this presentation uh, on virtuous actions, and then the next uh, category we find the effects of virtuous actions. And we've gone over that several times already, uh, and we refer then back to the section on non-virtuous actions, or black actions and their results, in order to uh, explain this section. Uh, so we find that there are three uh, categories of results uh, for, for virtue and non-virtue. Uh, so those are fruitional results, causally concordant results, uh, and environmental results. Uh, so when we refer uh, um, back to the section on non-virtue, uh, we can uh, um, then just look at the opposites uh, or the other presentations that are given uh, related to virtue. Um, so uh, when we look at uh, um, the, the various uh, fruitional uh, results, uh, um, we find in the great treatise, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa states that the uh, greatest uh, level of virtue or white ac virtuous action or white action uh, produces uh, rebirth uh, into the uh, upper two realms of the form uh, and formless realm. Uh, the medium level of virtue or white action uh, produces a rebirth into the desire realm uh, and uh, desire realm God, uh, and then a small uh, level of uh, white action or virtue produces a human rebirth. Uh, so we've uh, at other times uh, um, said uh, uh, um, uh, demigod in that medium position. Uh, so we find here uh, in this presentation that it refers to the desire realm gods. And then when we break desire realm gods down, we'll find that there are uh, desire realm gods that are superiors or aryas, and then those desire realm gods that are uh, ordinary beings. Uh, so in this case, we're, we're specifically referring to those ordinary desire realm gods uh, in this, this case. Uh, so uh, that's what's being spoken of when, uh, in this uh, section when we're looking at the fruitional uh, results. Uh, and then the next um, section, uh, we find the causally concordant results. Uh, and causally concordant results of virtuous actions are basically the opposites of uh, the non-virtuous actions. So uh, we went back to the uh, couple pages before to go over that. Uh, so for instance, when we looked at black actions and their results or non-virtuous actions, we found that the result of the non-virtue, non-virtuous action of killing uh, is that one will have a short lifespan and many illnesses. So when we look at 
to find the uh, um, uh, causally concordant result of a virtuous action, uh, which in this case, uh, the corresponding virtue would be the ethics which abandons uh, the non-virtue which is killing, uh, then uh, we have the opposite result. So we have a lengthened lifespan or a long lifespan uh, that is free of illnesses uh, instead of full of illnesses. So uh, this is uh, then we've gone over this now enough times uh, that then I think everyone here understands and can uh, then apply the same logic to the other nine as we previously did uh, um, in, in looking at causally concordant uh, results uh, beginning with the ethics which abandons the non-virtue uh, of killing. Uh, so uh, then the next uh, section uh, is the section on environmental effects. Uh, so this is the third kind of result. Uh, so the environmental uh, result uh, um, uh, of uh, um, is engaging in uh, virtuous action uh, is, is that uh, one to have an environment where the place that they live uh, that has an abundance of food uh, and so forth, and medicines, and that not only the abundancy of the food and potent food, uh, um, nutritious, it's probably the best way to translate it, nutritious food uh, that is, and, that, and medicine that has potency uh, or power. Uh, so uh, we find that the, these kind of details within uh, the environment that we live in are produced uh, by our <coughs> actions. So in this case, uh, we begin again with the ethics which abandons the non-virtue of killing, uh, and we find uh, that we have that opposite environmental result uh, of the uh, actual non-virtue of killing. And in this case, uh, we have a place where we have uh, um, a lengthened lifespan, but then the environment within it uh, has all of these things that we need and enjoyments uh, that are suitable uh, and, and nutritious and uh, full, full. ก็เป็นเดบุตลาวะเตเรดัวก็เป็นเดบุเงสุงสุเดชีวะตันสนามิเดบุจุตินดานเดสุงติเชวะจีเลสเซอโอเดซาเจตัดเนชูดุบิช
uh, are produced in dependence upon the ethics which abandon the ten non-virtuous activities. So uh, this section, uh, this last section, uh, um, uh, that deals with uh, um, going uh, towards the, the Dharma uh, um, is um, uh, commented on by Jayan Sheba and we find that the Sutra on the Ten Levels is cited in the Great Treatise uh, as a source for this information about the independence upon these virtues uh, one is able to achieve uh, these results. <laughs> So we're going to start on 239, where we actually find uh, the sutra on the ten levels says. Uh, so uh, that's where we're going to begin. ね、and ジェスンダネゴンビナニトジンジェブジョボスラサ。ダニトジェナワテジェブチュトワテニトジェダチョマトマルベ。ワテジェブトヨンワレス。ロボサ。ンコンソルデシェクデコワシェグドデ。コワ
So here we find it says, the Sutra on the Ten Levels says, that those who have cultivated uh, these ten through the fear of cyclic existence and without great compassion, but following the words of others, uh, will achieve the fruit of Shravaka. So Rimche went through this whole sentence uh, to explain it. So here this is a sutra, uh, which is a pronouncement of Lord Buddha uh, that is cited here by Lama Tsongkhapa. Uh, and it says, those who have cultivated these ten, these ten are referring to the, ten, the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous actions. And, and this person has abandoned those ten uh, because of fear of cyclic existence. So this word, through fear of cyclic existence, is referring to renunciation. Uh, so the, uh, um, the desire to definitely emerge from cyclic existence uh, um, 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 uh, is, is what uh, is, is, this is referring to. And this fear here is... Uh, what that practitioner wishes to uh, be free from. So the fear here is the fear of uh, suffering, the suffering of suffering, the suffering of change, the pervasive compounded suffering, uh, the suffering of birth, aging, sickness, and death. Uh, so all of these types of suffering uh, are feared uh, by this practitioner. Uh, so they, because these are uh, um, components of cyclic existence, uh, they wish to definitely emerge. So... Uh, to, in order to definitely emerge from cyclic existence, they engage in the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities. Uh, so then it says, and without great compassion. Uh, so here, this is referring to the uh, hearer's vehicle, um, which uh, is not a great, is not a, is one of the categories of the lesser vehicle, uh, is not under the category of the great vehicle. Uh, so we don't uh, have this great compassion. Uh, um, so the word great is put in there uh, um, as a translator's note because there is compassion in that vehicle. It's great compassion that uh, is what is missing in that case. Uh, so it says, but following the word of others. Uh, so um, the hearers are um, lesser vehicle practitioners who wish to achieve uh, the state of nirvana for themselves alone. And they do so by listening to the teachings uh, given by Buddha, given by various teachers, uh, and then uh, they meditate upon what they have been taught. Uh, so this is why they're called hearers, and they're able to achieve, uh, um, a, uh, it says, uh, the fruit of a shravaka. Uh, and this is referring to the, the state of foe destroyer, of, uh, of the hearer foe destroyer. Um, so this is a, uh, um, what, what, this practitioner is achieving. So when uh, we look at the quote uh, from the Lamp for the Path to Enlightenment that says, understand that there are persons of three capacities, small, medium, and great. 
I shall write clearly as identifying their characteristics. Uh, we see that there is a slight difference between uh, those three capacities classification and then a classification when we look at uh, the vehicles, uh, such as a hearer's vehicle, uh, solitary realizer's vehicle, <coughs> and great. Rimbache said in this case we could, uh, we could nominally designate these within those categories, but that becomes problematic because uh, the hearer's realization of faux destroyer is beyond that of the small scope. Um, so if we do categorize them in that way, uh, that realization transcends the actual goal of the small capacity teaching. So there's a, a problem with classifying it in that way. Uh, but you could look to it in that way and realizing that these teachings are shared in common with beings, so they would be necessary mastery of those uh, as well. Um, so we could look at it uh, by using that classification in some way, but it does become problematic because the, the vehicles uh, are all vehicles to achieve liberation. The small scope is achieving a, another cyclic rebirth in the higher realms. Uh, so uh, Rinpoche was going through different class ways to classify uh, and he started with the lamp quote and then identified the, uh, the differences that we would find. Uh, so here it says, uh, those who engage in the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities uh, um, uh, because of the fear of cyclic existence uh, um, uh, um, and a desire to definitely emerge from cyclic existence because of that fear, but without great compassion, uh, by but following the teachings of others and listening to the words of Buddha, they are able to achieve the state of a hearer, uh, foe destroyer. Uh, so uh, this is what is meant here. Uh, so the hearer, foe destroyer, uh, hears the teachings uh, and then uh, um, has a desire to definitely emerge based on that information uh, and then meditates upon selflessness uh, and uh, um, is able to achieve uh, that state of foe destroyer or hearer uh, nirvana uh, by doing so. Diksam, Kangalasam. Separated Less so. Uh, um, so uh, here uh, we find uh, Rimache went back to the word compassion. Uh, so the uh, the <coughs> hearer uh, is without, and the solitary realizer uh, are the hearer and the solitary realizer are both without great compassion. There are forms of compassion that they cultivate, but there isn't this great compassion. It's a classification of compassion. Um, uh, so we find in. Uh, um, uh, Dharmakirti's uh, commentary on the Compendium to Valid Cognition uh, that says that uh, these beings uh, are separated from 
these beings do not have uh, compassion. And Rinpoche said this here is implying great compassion, again, in the commentary on the uh, 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 compendium of valid cognition. And it says because they are separated from this great compassion. Uh, so they're separate from. Um, so uh, this is the reasoning that Dharmakirti gives uh, for uh, the fact that these lesser vehicle practitioners lack the great compassion because they're separated from it in a way. Uh, so that's the, the reasoning that's given. <laughs> So in the Rinpoche's reading uh, directly out of the Lam Rim saying, fear of cyclic existence and without great compassion. Uh, it's written in a very similar way, uh, this without great compassion, separated from great compassion, uh, as we find in Dharmakirti's uh, commentary on the Compendium of Valid Cognition. What does Jibari do? So, when we classify uh, paths, uh, we, we have the hearer's pathway, solitary realizer pathway, uh, and then the bodhisattva uh, pathway. Um, we would, uh, again, if we're looking at the three capacities, uh, small, medium, and great, uh, the pathways for beings of small capacity uh, or, or that are shared in common with beings of small capacity are only nominally or named as path. Uh, path necessarily leads to uh, an, an, an enlightenment. Uh, so in the case of the uh, um, small scope practitioner, uh, we don't have that result of enlightenment. So the, 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 when we say enlightenment, the enlightenment of a hero, a solitary realizer, or a bodhisattva's enlightenment, which is Buddhahood. Um, so we don't, ha- we don't have that result, which is uh, um, a, a nirvana or a, uh, or a Buddhahood. Um, so because of that, we can't say that it's really a pathway. Um, so we, we say that it's just nominally designated as path, um, uh, uh, but it isn't an actual path. So, uh, when we go back to the text, uh, it says, uh, uh, without great compassion, but following the words of others. So, a uh, hearer uh, is a practitioner that listens to the teachings that are given uh, and then understands them. So, uh, listens and then uh, comprehends what he or she has listened to uh, and then goes and practices what has been taught uh, and uh, um, uh, 
uh, and uh, and then yes, yeah, so that listens and then goes and practices uh, what has been uh, taught. Um, and it's necessary um, to have renunciation uh, in order uh, for it to be considered a pathway. Um, so, uh, in uh, if. Uh, um, if it is a pathway of the uh, solid, uh, the hearer, or the solitary realizer, or even uh, the bodhisattva, uh, we'd say that there is necessarily the desire to definitely emerge from cyclic existence. So this is a qualification of that: is that uh, there is this renunciation present? Again, we see that conflicting with the small scope, um, uh, the the pathways uh, which are shared in common with beings of small capacity. Uh, because we don't have a desire to definitely emerge from cyclic existence in that category of being. Uh, so uh, we see how that becomes problematic in a com when we start to try to compare them uh, in this way. Uh, so renunciation is necessary. Uh, and in order for a being to achieve uh, any of the enlightenments of the hearers, solitary realizers, or the bodhisattva's enlightenment of Buddhahood, uh, it's necessary uh, to um, have an experience of emptiness. So this is according to the Madhyamika Prasangika view, uh, that there has to be a direct perception of emptiness uh, in, in order for one to achieve any of these results, uh, because in order to be free from cyclic existence, one has to uh, cut what one is bound to cyclic existence by. And here, according to the Madhyamika Prasangika, it's the grasping at true establishment, which is the root of cyclic existence. Uh, so the only thing that is able to uh, <coughs> abandon that is the meditation upon the nature of reality and an experience of emptiness, which uh, uh, allows one to abandon uh, that grasping at this true establishment, which creates all of uh, the, their cyclic existence or their uh, samsara. Um, so uh, it's necessary uh, to have the it's necessary to have this desire to definitely emerge, uh, but then to achieve the actual fruit, the actual result. It's necessary to have the realization of emptiness uh, as well. Um, so. Uh, this is uh, um, what is how the fruit of a shravaka is achieved, uh, and that's why I previously uh, said meditating on self renunciation and then meditating on selflessness. Uh, so uh, that selflessness is uh, aimed at achieving that realization of emptiness. Uh, that meditation on selflessness is aimed at achieving a direct realization of emptiness. Uh, so uh, I think that's everything. This one. Deeks, deeks. Yeah. What is Trudamal, Jidama, Dutuba, Sansamba, Omabala Rajuba, the Tadu and you, Marbe, Omar Rajuba, the Sansamba Suge, Nature Dajumba, Dajumuku, Mutubala, Egimajituni to Gomaris, Kazak Dametu and Digres, Kazak Dametu Zuna, Nature Dajumba Tutores, Omar Rajuba, Sansamba to Lagode, Kuizita Tatuba Malujan. ควาลจวมเงลอสเลชิญบุตรยอดรอดาคือจะตะตะตะเดนเซยบุตรเดนเซเดนเซมาปุนะยาควาลจวมควาปุนบิดาจุมบุตุตุเรสกันซักดามะ
And when we look at the tenant systems, we find that there are the four different categories which have categories within themselves. We have the uh, Great Exposition School, which is the Vavashika School. Uh, we have the, uh, the Sutra School or the Sautrantika School. Uh, we have the Mind Only School or Chittamantra School. Uh, and we have the uh, Middle Way School or the Madhyamaka School. Uh, and then there, in the Madhyamaka school, there are two categories. The middle way uh, uh, um, consequence school, which is called the um, Madhyamika Prasangika, uh, and then the middle way autonomy school, uh, um, uh, which is the uh, Madhyamika, uh, of a, I'm blanking the Sanskrit at this moment, so uh, I'm sorry, uh, Yogachara, I'm sorry. So uh, that's the uh, um, second category, is the middle way autonomy school. According to the Middle Way Autonomy School uh, and the um, Mind-Only School, it's possible for a hearer and solitary realizer uh, to achieve uh, the state of their enlightenment, of their pathways, uh, by only meditating upon the um, emptiness of self or selflessness. Um, uh, so we find in the um, es uh, Lama Tsongkhapa's Essence of Eloquence, uh, where it states this fact that uh, they are able to without uh, um, uh, transcend cyclic existence without uh, this full abandonment of the grasping at true establishment uh, according to those schools. Uh, so we find this pointed out in the essence of eloquence, but according to the uh, highest school, the middle way consequence school, the Madhyamika Prasangika school, uh, because uh, the root of cyclic existence is the grasping at true establishment, one is not able to get out of or transcend cyclic existence without cutting its root. Uh, so it's necessary to get rid of all of the um, um, misapprehension, get rid of all of the grasping at things as being uh, truly established or singular. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, and in other tenet systems, there is a statement that it is possible uh, to, with just selflessness, achieve those uh, results of nirvana and so forth. But the consequence school disagrees and states that it is uh, necessary to uh, completely experience <coughs> emptiness. Uh, um, uh, and and the, the distinction here, uh, just, as a, just so I'm translating it properly, is just meditating on selflessness, is meditating on just the emptiness or the, the lack of uh, true, true self that one has. Uh, when we look at uh, um, all phenomena, uh, um, uh, th that is just directed at this that one self, and, and then uh, um, it's not directed at all phenomena. Uh, so it, the consequence school states that that direct that emptiness uh, has to be directed at all phenomenon because that grasping at uh, all phenomena as being truly established is what creates that cyclic existence. Uh, so I, I think I covered uh, everything accurately. Thank you. That's 
ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ、ラジオ
without dependency on others. Uh, they're called solitary realizers because they feel that they do not need others' input. Uh, and it's actually disruptive if they have others' input uh, for uh, their practice. So these are beings who um, have achieved a state of understanding and, and such a level uh, that they're able to realize from uh, the things that they already understand internally. Uh, so if they are meditating on single-pointed concentration, they would see a teaching on impermanence to be disturbing. Uh, to actually uh, cause disruption in their single-pointed concentration. Uh, and the way that they would be able to um, uh, um, learn about these things or meditate upon these things is through their own powers, uh, through their own powers of being able to uh, emanate uh, as, uh, as being burned up. So then they're able to meditate upon compassion or emanate uh, um, uh, as if they are uh, drowning. Uh, so then they're able to meditate upon impermanence. So all of the uh, realizations are brought about by uh, their internal uh, spirituality, if you will, or their, in, uh, their internal being, their uh, previous uh, imprints and so forth. So uh, they see uh, others as a disruption. So this is why it says, without dependency on others, uh, and who wish to become Buddhas themselves. So they wish to uh, be the self. But that word Buddhas themselves is just a translation as solita of solitary realizers or self-Buddha. Uh, so it sounds like they wish to become a Buddha, uh, but it's meaning a self. they wish to become a self-Buddha. Uh, um, uh, and, and it says... Uh, uh, fire, drown. Uh, so this idea that they have... This idea that they have is similar almost to a, a prideful uh, feeling. Rinpoche said it's not pride, but it's almost this, I don't need any, anyone else. I only need myself uh, to be able to evolve uh, um, uh, into uh, a, a self-Buddha. Um, so uh, that's why uh, they don't have any dependency uh, upon others. ซาเจียกเดวยบาลเยลมีหิจิเมนซาเจตูมารุตาอันเนซาเจบาลเกบะตรมะสุซูซานซาเจวูเลสซาเจเตดาบจีซาเจกซุลอจุลังกอสเก
um, uh, to um, achieve Buddhahood, there needs to be this realization uh, 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 of the mind that aspires to enlightenment and then an accumulation of virtue for three countless <laughs> eons. Uh, so uh, there is these three countless eons that are necessary. Uh, and then uh, according to the uh, um, uh, um, teachings on the solitary realizer, the self-Buddha, um, there is a, a, a three different categories that we find different than the, the this is about, I'm not going to be able to get much further. Three different categories we find that differentiate them from the hearers. So the solitary realizers, and when we look at the five paths, the path of accumulation, the path of preparation, the path of seeing, the path of meditation, the path of no more learning, uh, we, we, it takes various beings certain periods of time to go through each of those stages. So the solitary realizer, Kalpaja, Take a hundred eons to go from the Solanjulong. To go from the Solanjulong. Solanjulong. Then so the hearer, uh, um, so in order uh, for the, the uh, solitary realizer to achieve the state of self-Buddha, uh, they um, have to uh, do something which separates them from uh, what a hearer does. So the solitary realizer accumulates virtue for a hundred kalpas, a hundred eons, uh, so there's an accumulation of virtue that's taking place between the path of accumulation and the path of uh, preparation. Uh, and uh, as a result of this accumulation, the, the practitioner of this vehicle, uh, <coughs> two results, uh, they uh, do not rely upon others' influence or uh, so they are because of the uh, accumul because of uh, all all the things that they've learned in this accumulation. Uh, they don't need uh, um, uh, others' influence. So they don't need the teaching from others or sound. Uh, um, so this second category. So it's first they have first result is that they don't rely on others. They have the components within. And then the second is that there is not a reliance upon even any kind of sound because of their practices. And because of their practices means that they're able to emanate themselves being burned alive and then meditate upon impermanence and emanate uh, uh, themselves being drowned and be uh, um, able to meditate on permanence. So they're able to, within themselves, create all of these different realizations without the need for others' input uh, or the, the, even the sound of the words of impermanence. Uh, so if I mis mistook any of that, I apologize, but I, I'm pretty sure that's accurate um, within that section. What <laughs> 
so we find in the text that the another differentiation between a hearer and the solitary realizer is that the hearers it states are able to meditate uh, uh, um, uh, upon uh, the selflessness, just the um, emptiness of self, um, whereas the solitary realizer uh, achieves the state of self Buddha by relying upon a view, uh, uh, the view like the uh, mind only school view, which uh, sees the uh, um, 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 emptiness of external, uh, the, the lack of external phenomena. Um, yes, which sees the lack of external phenomena. So we see uh, in the case of the solitary realizer that their view is a little higher than that of the hearer when it comes to emptiness because they're uh, um, not just meditating upon the selflessness, they've uh, um, achieved the higher tenet, which is like the, the, um, the mind-only school uh, tenet. And the mind-only school uh, tenet, uh, um, this we, we find... Uh, a, a middle way autonomy school. Uh, there are two divisions of the middle way autonomy school. There's one uh, that is similar to the sutra school, and there's one that's similar to the mind only school. Uh, Shandarashita uh, um, is a practitioner of the uh, middle way autonomy school that leans towards the uh, um, mind only view. Um, and this view that's presented would also be that. Um, which uh, uh, a being could achieve the state of uh, self Buddha with. Tauma Tanjua Genova, the Tony Magumba Pumunga, the Raja Raja, the Domana Vanta, but just Tao Wishbe, Tony to Matuba, no Raja Jajumoto to Maris, Nature Jajumoto to Maris. So in, in the Middleway Prasangika school, the Middleway Consequence School, uh, it stated that. Uh, none of these beings uh, can achieve uh, their real realizations of their goal uh, or realize their goals. So the hearers can't achieve their state of photo destroyer. The solitary realizers can't achieve uh, the state of photo destroyer uh, without uh, uh, complete emptiness. Um, and so this idea of meditation on just the emptiness of self is not sufficient uh, um, or these other uh, incomplete views. It's necessary to have the complete view of emptiness uh, in order for uh, a being to uh, be able to achieve any of those um, uh, types uh, of, um, uh, of uh, see any of those types of uh, um, liberation, to achieve any of those types of liberation. And so that's why uh, in the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge we find 
the statement that he saw the five skandhas uh, uh, to be empty of nature. Uh, and then form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, etc. So we find uh, these statements, and this is the complete view of emptiness that's necessary, not just uh, the emptiness of self, the emptiness of uh, all of these uh, uh, phenomena uh, as stated in the Heart Sutra. Rimshe, the... Uh, so we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. So now we've arrived at the Mahayana. Sajata <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, then now we move on to the Mahayana. When those with an expansive attitude cultivate these ten through great compassion, skillful means, great aspirational prayers, in no way abandoning any living being, uh, and focusing on the extremely vast and sublime wisdom of a Buddha, they will achieve the level of a Bodhisattva and, and all the perfections. Uh, so here... Uh, this word, all the perfections, is referring to the perfected state of Buddhahood. Uh, so the perfection of all of the perfections, uh, if you will. Uh, so that's what it's referring uh, to here. Uh, and then, just as a note, we have this, uh, they're separate from sentient beings, that point that was made before about the solitary realizer, and we find here, in no way abandoning any living being. So we see those two opposites there, and the, the reason for the term in the English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lesser. <laughs> Kamala Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so when we uh, look at uh, this section, uh, um, we find that there's a, a large amount of information implicitly within it. So it says, when those with an expansive attitude, uh, um, expansive attitude cultivate these ten through great compassion. So here we're getting into uh, what qualifies it as a Mahayana practice. So um, all of the, uh, when we look at the beginning of um, Kamala Shila's uh, middling stages of uh, meditation, um, we find a quote that it says that even uh, omniscience has at its root compassion. Um, so all of the realizations uh, that are achieved uh, for the, the great vehicle practitioner, uh, such as the, uh, um, the mind that aspires to enlightenment, uh, and then ultimately the state of omniscience, all of these things are caused by, uh, by compassion, uh, and they have compassion at their root. Um, so what it's saying yeah, here is that... Uh, uh, through skillful means, great aspirational prayers. So uh, what, what do those beings uh, do? What do they engage in? They engage in the practice. Uh, uh, they have a method. What is their method? Their method is for the practice of the six perfections. So first we have at the root uh, great compassion, uh, and then uh, we motivated by this, uh, than uh, practicing the method, which is the six perfections. Um, uh, and, and the result of that, then, is uh, Buddhahood. Um, so when we look at this word compassion and the word bodhisattva, the mind that aspires to enlightenment, uh, it's necessary to uh, speak to uh, how those are achieved. Um, uh, uh, so here, the cultivation uh, um, uh, of, of, of this uh, great compassion. So how great compassion... Uh, is achieved through a series of uh, meditative steps. So we find uh, um, uh, 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 in two different lineages of uh, explanation, uh, two different instructions on how to achieve the state of uh, the mind, uh, uh, the state of bodhisattva, who has the mind that aspires to enlightenment. Uh, and within that, we find uh, great compassion. Um, being uh, necessary for either either one of those, uh, and and uh, either uh, uh, yeah. So uh, so for either one of those practices, uh, great compassion is necessary. So uh, we look at the seven point cause and effect for achieving the mind that aspires to enlightenment. We find that there are uh, um, these these steps of uh, recognizing all sentient beings are your mother. Uh, remembering their kindness, wishing to repay their kindness, love through the force of attraction, great compassion, uh, and then as a result of these things, we have an extraordinary attitude, uh, which then results in the uh, the uh, mind that aspires to enlightenment. Uh, so we find uh, in the middle of this seven-point cause and effect this great compassion uh, that's necessary, and then we find it equally important in the equalizing, exchanging self with others practice. Um, so this is why at the beginning of Kamala Shila's text, he cites it uh, as the root uh, to omniscience. Um, <laughs> So it's nest it's uh, where we have this word expansive attitude. Uh Rimache said that we could also just put uh the, the bodhicitta. Um, uh, is the expansive attitude. So it would say that what is this expansive attitude? Uh, it's the bind that aspires to enlightenment. Um, 
So we find in Kamala Shila text the uh, points that are made that at the uh, compassion is at the root. Uh, so we find compassion at the root of all of these practices. Uh, and uh, then it speaks of how one engages in uh, um, practice after having achieved this attitude, which is expansive, the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And the way that one does so is by practicing the six perfections. So one achieves this attitude and then practices those six perfections. So now we've arrived at the pathways of the Mahayana. So uh, the reason that Kamala Shila states that uh, omniscience has at its root compassion uh, is uh, because uh, here's some correct signs that uh, point that out. Um, so those with an expansive attitude, so those who have uh, the mind that aspires to enlightenment, um, uh, we find that that is ne- necessary there, for there to be compassion uh, in order for that uh, to be generated. Uh, and then one is able to um, practice uh, um, the six these perfections uh, once one has achieved this expansive attitude. Uh, so uh, in order to achieve that expansive attitude, it's necessary to have great compassion. Uh, therefore, this is the you know, correct sign that shows uh, that at the root of omniscience is great compassion because Buddhahood uh, cannot be achieved without uh, compassion, great compassion, bodhicitta, and the perfections. Um, so uh, it's necessary uh, um, to have these in order to achieve that goal, uh, and that's why. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. To achieve that goal. Uh, ジュイパルディシバタンジェビパルディシバタンワトスクトウォルスワトシンサマルベテバチメランジャンゴギナいやだそれねシャチュセビサトウォルスソソチュイサソナトジュラニテアタンガテンガテソソチュイサパランガテ
With those with this an expansive attitude cultivate these ten through great compassion, skillful means, great aspirational prayers, in no way abandoning any other, any living being, and focusing on the extremely vast and sublime wisdom of a Buddha, they will achieve the level of a bodhisattva and all the perfections. Uh, so um, the, the focusing on the extremely vast sublime wisdom of a Buddha is re referring to the omniscience that the Buddha has. So um, uh, the Buddha, uh, there is no higher real realization or wisdom to be achieved. It's the perfection of that wisdom. Uh, so this is uh, uh, the quality of the Buddha's wisdom is that it's perfected. Uh, it's, at the, it's at the state uh, of omniscience. Um, so uh, this practitioner, uh, through um, engaging in the practices of the Mahayana and, and uh, by developing compassion in the mind that aspires to enlightenment uh, and then practicing the perfections from that basis, uh, this practitioner is able to achieve the various levels and grounds. So when we uh, of uh, the various levels and grounds of the bodhisattva. Um, so there are, uh, um, when we speak of levels and grounds, there are those which are for superior beings uh, and those for ordinary beings. So we can categorize them in various ways. Uh, when we say the first bodhisattva ground, uh, this is necessarily not an ordinary being. It's a superior being. This happens at the path of seeing, where the first ground bodhisattva achieves that first ground. Uh, but there are ordinary uh, bodhisattvas, uh, also at an ordinary level, who are not superiors. So when we look at the uh, um, paths, how we can uh, um, um, divide paths, we can divide them into the five paths, the path of accumulation, the path of preparation. Uh, uh, the path of seeing, the path of meditation, the path of no more learning. Those first two paths, uh, the path of um, accumulation and the path of preparation, are pathways for ordinary beings. Uh, these are beings who are not superiors. Uh, the pathways of seeing, meditation, uh, and no more learning are pathways of superior beings, non-ordinary beings. And at that first pathway, the path of seeing, uh, the first bodhi bodhisattva ground is achieved. If these are the Mahayana five paths. The first uh, bodhisattva uh, ground uh, is achieved. Um, so here, uh, one is uh, um, meditate. So oh, I forgot something. So uh, we find in the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent <coughs> the mantra that's within it that's actually referring to these pathways that we're speaking of. It says Teata Om Gate. <coughs> Gate paragate parasam gate bodhisoha. So the first two uh, gates, teata om gate gate, are referring to levels or pathways of ordinary beings. Uh, so these are referring to uh, first the first gate to the path of accumulation, and then the second gate to the uh, path of preparation. These are both ordinary being pathways. Uh, um, paragate. Uh, uh, is referring to the path of seeing, which is a superior. Uh, parasamgate is referring to uh, the path of meditation, which is a superior path. And bodhisoha is referring to uh, the path of no more learning, which is also a superior path. Um, so 
uh, we can divide these various levels and pathways into two, those levels and pathways of ordinary beings and those levels and pathways of superior beings. Um, so one is able uh, to traverse these various levels and paths by practicing uh, uh, that which is put forth in the Mahayana, uh, by um, developing great compassion, developing the mind that aspires to enlightenment, practicing the six perfections. So one hears these things and then puts them into practice, and, and then as a result of doing this, uh, achieves the state of uh, complete Buddhahood themselves. ทองลองกุลองเจตมารเบอุตจุยพาริสิมบะเรสตะละเตเนซองเจยากจุพาริสิมจุยยินซองจุยพาริสิมบาสตะเนเจบีพาริสิมบาสนะนาเชเตตะ
and then it says, uh, through practicing uh, these activities a great deal on all occasions, they will, uh, uh, you will achieve all the qualities uh, of the Buddha. Um, so uh, we found previously uh, a quote uh, from the um, uh, compendium to the middle way, uh, the entrance to the middle way uh, by Chandrakirti, the commentary on the uh, um, root wisdom text. Uh, we previously, Rinpoche quoted... Uh, this and he said to just say we, we we found it previously in a quote, but if I find it exactly, <coughs> of the ordinary beings uh, and and uh, here solitary realizers and bodhisattvas all achieve their aims uh, uh, by relying upon ethics, um, but I, I can find it after. For ordinary beings. For ordinary beings, those born from the Buddhist speech, those whose natures are certain as self-enlightened or conquerous children, there are no causes of certain goodness or high status apart from ethical discipline. Uh, so here it shows how it's indispensable, whether it's a hearer, solitary realizer, or bodhisattva vehicle, whether the being is an ordinary being or a superior being. Uh, it's necessary to have this uh, ethics at its ground. Dixon。<音><音><音><音><音> Thus, I have explained the two sets of ten paths of action along with their effects. I have explained everything that is unclear in other texts in accordance with the intended meaning of the levels of yogic deeds and the compendium of determinations. So here, ten paths of action, two sets. So we're speaking of the uh, white, ten white actions and the ten black actions. Uh, so uh, this is what is meant by that uh, and their results. Uh, so what those results of the ten white actions bring, what the results of the ten black actions bring. Uh, and it's stating that anything that wasn't very clear in other texts, uh, Jay Rinpoche or Lama Tsongkhapa has gone to Asanga, two of Asanga's texts as source material. So Asanga's uh, levels of yogic deeds uh, and the compendium of determinations. So he's stating this is where this information can be found. So uh, it, uh, what uh, Lama Tsongkhapa says is so uh, important, isn't it? What, he's, what, it, what Lama Tsongkhapa says is always so important. So if we can slowly go, go through this text, then we'll start to really understand what it says in this book. And once we really understand what it says in this book, then we understand all of the information contained in the Kangjur, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha, and the Tanjur, the authentic Indian commentary. So we slowly, through this process of understanding this information, are then able to understand all of the texts because of it.
So all the waters in the world end up in the all the waters uh, end up in the ocean, and likewise, it's stated that all of the uh, um, uh, teachings of the Kangjir, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha, and the Tanjir, the authentic Indian commentaries, uh, flow into. Uh, are like rivers that flow into a mar- major ocean, which is the lamp for the path to enlightenment. And the lamp for the path to enlightenment is the root text for this uh, teaching. So this text is a commentary on the lamp for the path to enlightenment. Therefore, it contains all of the uh, elements of the conjure and the tanger as well, because it's the commenting on the lamp, which contains all of that. Legge Rado, io agente ambassaggi del Lenodua, gente ambassaggi del Lenodua, gente ambassaggi del Lenodua, category. So there were the first category of black actions and its results, second category white actions and their results, and then the third category a presentation of other classifications of karma. Uh, so we're finished with the first two, uh, now we begin this third category in the outline. Pensu ジェルタネガワトマギニガヨンゴレガンドラテヨンゴレスジェジェパンジュジエワネパンジュジエワネデンドペンビレネガワタンデンドペンビレネガワガワジャゴレスガワチョネンドペンビレネマガワチュテン
Kamba Mabata, Lapa Mabata, me Mabata, what the Mamudu was, what the Sukalo, the Mammy Mabata, Kamba Sharu, Kamba Shatutan, when doing about the Sukalo, gained the Maris, whatever the Zuji Magi to what is Zuji Magi to what is, and then do lie on your latin, near latin, Omba Matanatas, Omba Matanatan, do Mudu Batan, Sutuan, and Nemoa. What the Sukalo and the Chubut Chubut and the Mobuyores and Sune and the Magi, Magi do what she got this Magi, Dozi Magi do what she got this Magi, she lasts. Okay. Tat Tundu 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 Penjigi Tundu 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 Penjigi Lena, Ida, Ida, Nason Penjigi Lena Magor, what are Dozi Lingaba, you must do it. Don't Tundu shobu veje ullo mendo ullo tu shobu mendo allo. Anne yeda shobu yosarwa. Ta tene oma joba lote yorota. Jimba jimba mobata chuti masona jimbi jebote ane dendu itel mitu umaris. Mata lai beje jetu umaris. Nenduk tel mitugres ne what to sit in the middle is it? Tonduta, Yedada, Benju, Benju Pazun Suba Yabanan, Geisha Tosa. Okay, the Nangila. What about Tijuan? So the distinctions between, okay, so a presentation of other classifications of karma. Other classifications of karma are presented in two parts. First, the distinction between projecting and completing karma and the karma whose result you will definitely or only possibly experience. Uh, so we can find there will be four uh, basic uh, categories when we look at this first point, the projecting and completing karma, because uh, you can have projecting karma that is good or bad and then completing karma that is good or bad. Uh, so uh, the, uh, for instance, uh, when you are born into the higher realms of existence, this projecting karma is virtuous. When you're born into the lower realms of cyclic existence, that projecting karma is non-virtuous. Um, but then, uh, uh, we have then the next type of karma, which is the completing karma. Uh, and we find uh, there are occasions when uh, there are animals or uh, hungry ghosts who have uh, a lot of items, who are maybe very wealthy. Uh, maybe a nagas who are like kings, who have uh, many amounts of wealth. Um, uh, so we see uh, that this is a completing karma um, that is uh, um, taking place uh, here. Uh, uh, when, uh, when it's, that completing karma uh, is uh, virtuous. Um, so there's a statement in the, uh, um, uh, the Madhyamika 
uh, avatara, the Chandrakirti's uh, entrance to the middle way, that states that those uh, beings who engage in uh, generosity but do not have ethical behavior uh, will be, be reborn uh, as animals uh, um, with things, with enjoyments or with things. So, uh, um, they'll, uh, so this is uh, um, what is meant. So the generosity uh, um, itself is a virtuous action. Uh, so the the actual um, components of their com- the, the completing karma or their uh, uh, circumstances uh, are are good are positive. So we would say that there's a p- completing karma there that is virtuous. So we have the two kinds of completing karma: uh, the virtuous completing karma and non-virtuous uh, completing karma. So it says the distinction between projecting and completing karma. Although the karma that projects a rebirth into a happy realm. Is a virtuous uh, is virtuous, and the karma that projects a rebirth into a miserable realm is non-virtuous. There is no certainty with regard to completing karma. Non-virtuous actions create even in the happy realm such effects as not having complete limbs, fingers, or sensory organs, having an unpleasant color, a short lifespan, many illnesses, and poverty. Uh, further. Virtuous actions create consummate wealth, even for animals uh, and hungry ghosts. Uh, So here it's saying that uh, you have projecting karma, which is non-virtuous, that projects you into the lower realms of cyclic existence, or projecting karma that is virtuous, that projects you into the higher realms of cyclic existence. Now, you also have what is called completing karma that completes the details of that existence. Uh, So you could have a projecting karma, virtuous karma, which makes you a human being, but then have all these uh, uh, faults that are listed here that would necessarily be... um, um, uh, they would necessarily come from uh, a, a non-virtuous completing karma. Uh, so, and then the same is true uh, for uh, an animal. An animal's projecting karma was a non-virtuous karma, uh, but if they have a lot of enjoyments and so forth, then their completing karma was virtuous. Uh, so this is how we distinguish uh, um, between the two. Uh, the, comp- the projecting karma completes the, throws you into the, the specific realm and then the completing karma creates the details within that realm. And positive things, uh, good things, uh, such as a, 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 a complete limbs and a good color uh, uh, and a long lifespan and so forth come from virtue. And then these things, uh, which are listed here, come from non-virtuous actions. So that completing karma is non-virtuous, where there are these uh, um, incomplete limbs, fingers, or sensory organs having a bad color, a short lifespan, many illnesses, and poverty. Uh, um, So we see the opposite true in even lower realms, which are projected by non-virtue, where uh, there is wealth, where uh, there there isn't this poverty. And that's because of a virtuous completing karma. It doesn't have, uh, they are not connected, the the, the experiences are connected to two separate um, types of actions, virtuous and non-virtuous. Pangy 
सोजे घेऊ जो बाईशर होता त्याला त्यांची बी मलची बी मम्मी वाहते वाहते जोजे घेऊ जो बाईशर वा ता मले अंची नै नासा ता अने दुःखे बाला सो बाबत ने लगी चुप मम्मी वाह तो वाह तो सुनका जोजे मगे जो बारेस मगे जो बनी दांसा मगे जो बनी दांसा ता फैंजे मगे मगे भाव बाला जोजे मगे जो बाता गेट जो बनी थे मजे वो गोसा मजे जाए वार्स तब पहले मैं क्या मैं बताऊँ तो तुम तो सुनगलो नेसों सुन तो सुनगलो पहले मैं क्या पहन बरो पहले कि मैं क्या पहन बरे थे दूजे दिल गवादां मगवानी का योगरस तब दूजे तब पना तो नो नेसो अमर अगर तो चिल गवशिरा दोचे चिन्याग दोगा चेतां शेमतां वह तो सुल तीचे वशिरा रोगा चेतां तो सुनगा पहले मैं कुछ खाला तो सुगंगा लोग आज तो मन रहा कुछ सहान दो होते दूजे के दो बस वाले दूजे जरूर आता दूजे के जो आते सही समारे बे हमारे बोल ये ना तो लामा चिपटना कुरा तो के तातु से जागरता तातु से खाला मोमोटेगर होता कुछ हाउस वो तो खाला मोमोटेगर है वो तो सु तो सु जागवा रहता तंदर चुलगा तो वो छेदना शमिन याद है याद है जो जी पहले मैं के भांबा रहते कुछ चीज़ भी चलान दुआ ना तो खाला मैं मैं खाला ना जो कुछ ठेक दुआ ना सोमे भैगान ठेक दुआ कुछ चीज़ ना मार भी होते जो जी के दुआ सो तो तो इंसान so then it says then Lama Tsongkhapa goes on to say this being the case there are four sides to the relationship between being projected and completed so here we have the two possibilities when we have the projecting karma. We have the virtuous projecting karma, which creates the higher realms of the gods and humans, and non-virtuous <coughs> projecting karma, which creates the lower realms of the hell-hungry ghost and animals. Uh, so these are all created by projecting karma. But then the uh, details within those uh, existences, those the details are created by the completing karma. And then there can be virtuous or non-virtuous completing karma, uh, and then virtuous completing karma creating positive things, non-virtuous completing karma ca causing negative things. Uh, so for instance, uh, you would uh, you would have many different varying results happening all the time. So you would, for instance, in a human rebirth, you would have a virtuous projecting karma, but you might be born uh, very poor or with uh, um, uh, um, withered, uh, incomplete sense organs or bad color. Uh, so this would be a non-virtuous completing karma. Whereas you might have an animal who has a non-virtuous projecting karma, but uh, a virtuous completing karma because they uh, are projected into the lower realm, which is a negative, so it's non-virtue. Uh, but their completing karma may be virtuous <coughs> because they have many enjoyments. So an example of this is uh, uh, um, in the United States, uh, many people really like dogs and cats and take care of their animals and feed them and take care of them as if they are an actual human being. Uh, the, this is caused by uh, virtuous completing karma. So these animals have a, a non-virtuous projecting karma, so they're thrown into a lower realm of existence, <coughs> but a previous virtuous use <coughs> they've done create this compl virtuous completing karma, uh, and they're able to have 
food readily available uh, and, and not uh, any uh, kind of the same problems that other animals would have to endure. Uh, and, and then you have other, uh, other beings who have you know, nothing and have many illnesses and so forth, uh, uh, be it high or lower <coughs> or lower rank, and this is because of a non-virtuous uh, completing karma. And also another example is in Tibet, uh, the, the, the horses of the llamas, uh, they were taken care of very well and fed as if they were humans as well. Uh, so this is another example of a, a complete projecting karma that's non-virtuous, but a completing karma that's very virtuous because these horses were uh, taken care of so well and had all of the enjoyments they would wish to have, that many enjoyments they wish to have. <laughs> Magi legend at Dendota, go out on Magi, gay leg, Dendopangre, Gandui, and the Magi leg, Gandui, Chiwa, Chiwa Pangres, Pamba Tans, Yonzo Zuba Shibi Lezo, Riva Shawos, and the Dendupangre, Dendu Duje de la Guatamago Yuare, Gandu Duje de la Pangit Guatamago Niga Yuares, Riva Shawosa. Pamba said the cousin of Pamba, ne? Conky, Naba Mabel Pamba was Naba Mabel, Naming Pumbo, Naming Pumut Pamba is. Yonzo Zuba Shebane, Conky Chebana, Dubata Manduba, Noa Wosa. Tang us Zuba that girl Pamboro. Girl Pensa doing us on Dubata, Dua Dua Dugre, Manduba Dugin Dumarota. Dubat Dua de. I'm going to reread all this. This being the case, there are four sides to the relationship between uh, being projected and being completed. Among lives that are the result of virtuous projecting karma, there are both results from virtuous completing karma and from non-virtuous completing karma. Among lives that are the result of non-virtuous projecting karma, there are both results from non-virtuous completing karma and from virtuous completing karma. And then uh, Lama Tsongkhapa cites Asanga's compendium of knowledge, uh, the Abhidharma Samachaya, as the source for all of uh, the information that's presented here about projecting and completing karma. And it states that, understand that virtuous and non-virtuous actions project and bring to completion birth in the happy realms and the miserable realms. Projecting karma projects a fruition. Completing karma is that uh, w by which in a rebirth you experience the wanted and unwanted. Uh, so what does this mean? Uh, we all want happiness and we don't want suffering. Uh, so the, the wanted, what we want is happiness, is created by uh, virtuous completing karma. And uh, what we don't want, which is to feel bad, which or to suffer, is created by non-virtuous completing karma. So that's what is meant by you experience the wanted and unwanted. Uh, uh, so, so we're out of time. And uh, we'll do the concluding mandala offering, dedication prayer. Thank you again, everyone. Fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this is a good land and offer. May all sentient beings be in the realm. 
I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrava to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandak, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. <laughs> 